Welcome to CME on ReachMD. This activity entitled NIPT Counseling Strategies, Considering the Test, Reporting the Results, is provided by Omnia Education and is supported by an independent educational grant from Illumina. Prior to beginning the activity, please be sure to review the faculty and commercial support disclosure statements, as well as the learning objectives. Community OBGYNs have an obligation to discuss and offer prenatal genetic screening and diagnostic testing options to all pregnant patients, regardless of their age or their underlying risk of a chromosomal abnormality. The majority of women initially opt for genetic screening tests. Prenatal genetic screening tests include cell-free DNA screening, which is also referred to as non-invasive prenatal screening, or NIPS, or non-invasive prenatal testing, NIPT. Uh, and serum screening is another option, with or without ultrasound measurement of fetal nuchal translucency. Cell-free DNA is the most sensitive and specific screening test for trisomy 21 and trisomies 13 and 18. Cell-free DNA screening can be performed as early as 10 weeks gestation. It can detect more than 99% of cases of trisomy 21 and 13 and 98% of cases of trisomy 18, with a 0.13% false positive rate when test results are obtained. Cell-free DNA is the only test that can screen for fetal sex and sex chromosome aneuploidies. First trimester screening, which is performed between 10 and 13 weeks and six days gestation, includes measurement of serum analytes and the fetal nuchal translucency. The detection rate for trisomy 21 is 85% with a 5% false positive rate. The quad screen, which can be performed between 15 weeks and 22 weeks and six days gestation, has a detection rate of 80% for trisomy 21 with a 5% false positive rate. Sequential and contingent screens involve a combination of first and second trimester screening. The detection rates range from approximately 90 to 95% with a 5% false positive rate. Patients should have pretest counseling so that they can make informed choices regarding screening and diagnostic testing. Patients should also have post-test counseling. In this activity, we will be demonstrating counseling strategies for discussing NIPT with our patients. The first segment will focus on a discussion with a woman who's considering whether or not to, to undergo NIPT. The second will address means to discuss with your patient the outcomes from NIPT, whether it's negative, positive, or a no-call result. Hi, Jen. Hi, Dr. Dugoff. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Good, thanks. Good. Well, I know you're coming in later this week for an ultrasound. And so I just, I, I think today we were planning on talking about different prenatal diagnosis screening and testing options so that you'll have a better idea, maybe what you'd like to do when you come in and have your ultrasound. Yeah. You know, I've heard about a couple of different blood tests and maybe some other tests that are a bit more involved. And I just need to figure out what we want to do. Great. Okay. Well, first of all, so maybe it would help to start just talking about the difference between screening and diagnostic testing. So the screening tests that are, that are available to you really, um, one consists of simply purely just of a blood test and the other one is a blood test and an ultrasound. And then whereas with diagnostic tests, um, that would, have you heard of CVS, chorionic villus sampling? Yeah, I've heard of that. And the other one with the, the amnio or something along those lines? 
Yes. And so with both of those, so they're not, we're not drawing a blood sample, but with those, we're actually sampling fetal or, or with CVS. Um, in that case, we're sampling placental tissue. So we're actually getting tissue um, that's reflective of the baby's chromosome makeup and sending that tissue to the lab. So we're actually getting a results that um, tells us about the baby's genetic makeup, whereas with the screening tests, you know, they're giving us an idea what the likelihood is that a baby could have Down syndrome or another chromosomal abnormality. And then in general, if a screening test is positive, then we would recommend that a patient have a diagnostic test to, to see if a baby truly has a chromosome problem or not. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So you can do one and then the other, if that's what we choose to do, like the blood test first. You can. Yeah, you definitely can. So, you know, that a number of patients choose to have a blood test first, as opposed to having a diagnostic test first, just because with diagnostic tests, there is a very small, but there is a chance that you could lose a pregnancy, you know, as a result of a, of a complication of having the diagnostic test. Okay. So what, um, what are the best blood tests for us to think about if that's what we wanted to do first? So there are two different options. So one of them is called, and some people call it NIPT or NIPS or cell-free DNA screening. I don't know if you're familiar with any of those terms. It sounds a little bit familiar, but I, I don't really know what they mean. Okay. Yeah. So NIPS is non-invasive prenatal screening. NIPT is non-invasive prenatal testing. I tend to call it cell-free DNA screening just because the lab is actually um, isolating cell-free DNA from your blood. It's placental tissue, basically. And by analyzing that, they can um, screen for Down syndrome as well as some other chromosomal abnormalities. Um, so well, I'll start with that one. So with, uh, with cell-free DNA screening, um, again, it's, it's one blood draw. And we do it any time after 10 weeks gestation. So you're going to be, I think, 12 weeks gestation tomorrow so, or later this week. So you, you're within the range. Um, and, um, with cell-free DNA, so screens for Down syndrome, which is trisomy 21, as well as a couple other serious chromosomal abnormalities called trisomy 13 and trisomy 18. And has anybody, have you heard anything about the detection or how, how, um, accurate this test is? I, I've heard from a few friends that have had it, that they were told it was a very accurate test and, but I haven't heard any actual numbers. Yeah, so it detects, actually detects over 99% of cases of Down syndrome. So it's really an excellent screening test. And the other conditions, is it, I, I can't remember what you called them, but is it the same? Is it as good for those other things it tests for? It's not quite as good, but it's still really, really pretty good. Well, you know, over 90% of cases of trisomy 18 and, and a high, very high proportion of cases of trisomy 13 as well. Yeah. And then it also, you know, depending if you're interested, um, so with cell-free DNA, we can also screen for, for um, disorders called sex chromosome aneuploidy, where um, there's something called Turner syndrome, where there's an X chromosome missing in a female or other conditions where there's either an additional X or Y chromosome present. But I know you were really interested in talking about, especially screening for Down syndrome, um, and so I wanted to talk to you. The other test we have is called a first trimester screen. Um, you can also have a sequential screen where we draw two blood draws, one in the first trimester and one in the second trimester. And with a sequential screen on the ultrasound, we would measure something called a nuchal translucency, which is the thickness of the tissue in back of the baby's neck. 
And it turns out that that area is thickened in babies that have Down syndrome as well as other chromosomal abnormalities. And so um, we would send the measurement, that number of the measurement to the lab, as well as your blood. And with with that test, um, with the first trimester, part of that test picks up about 80 to 85% of cases of Down syndrome. So that blood test is different from the other one. It is. So the detection rate's a little bit lower. And then the false positive rate, um, which is the chance that if, if the test comes back positive, it's the chance that your baby really doesn't have Down syndrome. It's 5% with that test, whereas it's 0.2% with cell-free DNA screening. So with the second test, I mean, we would measure the nuchal translucency on ultrasound. Um, since you're coming for an ultrasound anyway, um, we wouldn't need any of the ultrasound information for the cell-free DNA test. Although if we saw you know, an abnormality on that test, you know, we would offer you a CVS you know, if, if it looked like there was a large nuchal translucency or another structural abnormality on ultrasound, we would talk to you more about doing chorionic villus sampling, which is a diagnostic test. Well, thank you. I think that answers a lot of the questions that we had before this appointment coming up. Okay, great. And then, um, you know, the last thing I wanted to mention is just so you know that this is something that could happen if you chose to have the cell-free DNA screening, is that there is a small chance that, um, that the test would come back and you wouldn't get a result with it. So, you know, with, with both tests, you can get a screen negative result, a screen positive result, meaning there's an increased chance a baby could have Down syndrome or another chromosome problem. And, it, and with the cell-free DNA test, though, there is a small chance that we would not get a result. And then if that were the case, we would counsel you a little bit more about, about your options. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Okay. That's great. Calling your patient after NIPT screening. Positive test results. Hi, Jen. Hi, Dr. Dugoff. How are you today? Well, I'm calling today because I wanted to give you the results of your cell-free DNA test. Okay. So um, it did come back positive for trisomy 21, which is Down syndrome. And um, as we talked about the other day, I don't know if you remember this, but that does not mean that your baby has Down syndrome. I know this isn't what you were expecting, and I, I don't know if you remember our conversation about the positive predictive value. Not exactly. Right. So, so the positive predictive value is the chance when you have a positive test that your baby truly does have Down syndrome. So in your case, it's 79% chance. So that also means there's a 21% chance that even though the test result's positive, there's a 21% chance or about a one in five chance that your baby does not have Down syndrome. So about a 79% chance that it is Down syndrome. Yeah, and so I think the next steps, I know you, you had an appointment um, for later this week and the next step is to come in and we can talk a little bit more about different options. Um, you know, last time we talked a little bit about diagnostic testing and right. that's certainly something we'll talk more about CVS um, as well as amniocentesis um, when you come in later this week. Okay. Okay, that sounds good. Um, and I can um, bring my husband and we can just talk through all the pluses and minuses to those tests, I guess. Absolutely. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for, thank you for letting me know. Um, and I guess we'll just kind of take the next step. Calling your patient after NIPT screening. Negative test results.
Hi, Jen. It's Dr. Dugoff. Hi, Dr. Dugoff. How are you today? Well, I'm calling to give you your cell-free DNA result. I have good news for you today. Oh, great. I've been waiting for your call. <laughs> yeah. So the test came back screen negative. So as you re might remember, so we tested for Down syndrome as well as trisomy 18 and 13. And you also chose to have the test to see if there was an extra or missing X chromosome or an extra Y chromosome. So all of those tests came back negative. So that what that means is there's a very, very low likelihood that the baby has any of those conditions. It's not zero, but it's very, very low. Oh, great. That's such good news. That's very reassuring. Yeah, yeah it's great news. And so um, I know you're coming in for your anatomy scan. So we look forward to seeing you for that. And um, this is great news. I did want to remind you that, um, you know, that with this specifically screen for Down syndrome and trisomy 18 and 13, so, you know, it doesn't mean the baby doesn't have any chromosomal abnormality um, or any di genetic disorder, but it's very reassuring. Okay, great. Well, I'll take the good news. So thank you so much. Okay. All right. I'll look forward to seeing you when you come in. Calling your patient after NIPT screening. No call result. Hi, Jen. It's Dr. Dugoff. Hi, Dr. Dugoff. How are you? Good. Well, I know you've been waiting for your cell-free DNA test results, so that's, that's why I'm calling you today. Oh, good. Great. I don't know if you remember, we talked about, like, in rare cases, um, patients get a no, what I call a no-call result, or they don't get a result back with the test. Right. And your test result came back um, as a no-call result. Yeah, so that definitely it does not mean your baby has Down syndrome or any other chromosomal abnormality or any other abnormality. Um, and I know okay. you're coming in later this week. Um, we can talk more about it in person. Um, but, uh, you know, we certainly want to talk. We'll talk more about prenatal diagnosis options. You may want to end up having chorionic villus sampling or amniocentesis or a diagnostic test. Um, and we can also talk about repeating the pros and cons about repeating the cell-free DNA test. Oh, okay. So we have a couple of different things we can do to try to get a result. We do. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit about more, you know, about the significance when, when you do get a no call result, but it okay. definitely doesn't mean your baby has down syndrome. So. Okay. Well, I guess we'll just kind of um, talk a little bit about what our options are and try again to figure out what's going on. Okay. All right. I'll look forward to seeing you when you come in. You've been listening to CME on ReachMD. This activity is provided by Omnia Education and is supported by an independent educational grant from Illumina. To receive your free CME credit or to download this activity, go to reachmd.com slash Omnia. Thank you for listening.